0: Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Sound better, play better. Go check out stringjoy.com. They've got awesome sets of strings. You can change up the sets. You can 8s, 8.5s, 9s, 9.5s, whatever you want. They'll do it for you. Mix and match. Pick whatever strings you want. And they've also got subscription services. They've got other cool stuff. I love their microfiber cloths. Um, It's great. And they've also got a string cleaner. They've got awesome hats. I love my Stringjoy hat. That's one of my favorites to wear out. And they've got (laughs) koozies. If you like drinking from a can, it's the the greatest koozie ever.
1: I can't. I'm doing a lot more Lacroix. I need to start doing, I need to get me a koozie this week.
0: No one needs LaCroix, so let's not do that.
1: Hopefully we'll never get a, uh, sponsor from
0: sinusoid then
1: well, you might have to start drinking
0: no no not happening not doing Not doing. LaCroix <laughs> sorry I tried it once and I spit the thing out like they're like oh no it's lemon no it tastes like it was canned in a room where someone was cutting a lemon 300 yards away like it's a big room there's no lemon in there alright so check out Stringjoy mm-hmm. uh, tell them the effects loop sent you because it helps them know that they're doing a great thing by sponsoring us um, let's see, Chris. What's new with you?
1: Um, I traded in some pedals that I weren't was weren't using. Wow, English that I was not using. I, w- I
0: wasn't weren't using it. So, I wasn't weren't uh, using them. Wasn't but, weren't uh, using them. You I can take t- the boy out of Tennessee, but you can't take the Tennessee out of the boy.
1: <laughs> Apparently, but uh, I took it and I uh, traded them in for a Strymon Dig, but of course. The place I took it to sold their dig they had in stock, so now I'm waiting on them to get their next order in from Strymon. Okay. And, yeah, I think I got, like, 295 for everything out of the 330 So I only owe, like, 30 bucks total. Nice. So that's not bad at all.
0: Now you've been itching for a dig again. That's, like, your favorite delay pedal.
1: Yeah, like, they actually had the... Uh, Was it the Fender Reflecting Pool, I think, is the reverb and delay? Yeah. So I was, like, sitting there, like, while he was ringing everything up, I was like, do I want to try this and take the chance of liking it and, like, just completely forgetting the dig, but then I I, I just decided to not even play it and just go ahead and get the thing.
0: So on the dig, it's a dual delay. Like, is it, like, dual all the time, or is it two independents and you hit them together, or...?
1: Um, It can go either way. So the secondary features, uh, how did I set up a single delay last time? I think I turned off the secondary delay or the Mm -hmm. primary delay and just had the other one going because I think – It's got a fame switch, right? Yes. So I was able to have like my dual delay and then the single. Um, If I remember right, I'm pretty sure I had the – primary delay just completely off because i don't think you can set subdivisions for that it's hmm. the secondary that you can do the subdivisions on it's kind of weird yeah that's what i thought too at first but then it was like you know what it, it, i guess kind of makes sense because not everybody needs to have the subdivisions and maybe most people like to have the quarter easily editable versus the dotted eighth
0: yeah i like the dotted eighth that's like the best delay out there mm-hmm.
1: but and i'm also actually ordering a koozie from string joy as we're as we speak so there you go uh what else is new with you while i not, finish this up
0: not really a whole lot i'm selling gear i'm uh <clears throat> kind of just in a weird spot but i'm i've been selling stuff uh also, looking for another job, so that's always fun, but luckily, one of the great things about having gear is when you are in need, you can sell it so i'm I'm in the fun spot of where I'm having to sell stuff instead of buying mm-hmm. so, if anyone wants to buy a cali seventy six uh the t x l hit me up, I'll catch you a deal like eight hundred bucks. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much what's going on with me right now. Uh, I've got – I traded off my Alter Ego X4 to uh, Andrew. I think I talked about it last week. So, he's got that, and we're working on – he's going to get me a DD5 ship back, uh, a um, Keeley modded one. So – or, no, Analog Man modded one. So, I'm pretty excited about that. But Very that's nice. about it. Let's see, we've done gear news like so hardcore for the past few weeks because of NAM. We don't have that much this week, and that's actually pretty nice. So let's talk about the first thing. So, sure, has the KSE 1500 electrostatic earphones? Are they the future? I don't know. I mean, they're out now, so I don't know if it's the future, it's the present. Probably not, but, uh, I guess this
1: is one of those things that if you really, really have to have like hi-fi audio for your
0: in-ears, I think is, is that how this article labeled it was the future of in-ears? Yes. Well, so these have been out for a few years, but the thing is, is that they're kind of making a resurgence Mm because they're electrostatic earphones, which I don't really know what that is, but it's got electrostatic transducers in it, which are nothing new. Um, it's been, that whole electrostatic principle has been applied to loudspeakers and headphones since the fifties. Oh, pardon me. But they have advantages, which are incredible transient response, bandwidth, and transparency. Uh, let's see. So they're, they use a very low mass electrostatically charged diaphragm instead of a cone attached to a moving coil. But, um. Let's see. They're the f- it seems like Shure's the first people to put it out. It's an expensive technology so. to manufacture and implement though. So f- so far it's largely been targeted at the high end hi-fi community and pretentious audiophiles. However, we can see a potential shift in Shure's marketing towards this. So it seems like this was something for people who are all about it. Um all about that high end audiophile stuff. Mm-hmm. Those people like the rock doctors and the blues lawyers as they like to be called.
1: But whereas the rest of us were just like
0: meh. But the thing is, the full price of that system, three thousand <laughs> dollars.
1: <coughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It just I don't know, it'd be one of those things that would be like fun to actually try one day. Just yeah to
0: see. it's but one of those I like don't... i want to hear them at nam just to see but i don't know why don't you... oh i just saw this next thing why don't you uh <laughs> tell us about this next thing this has chris written all over
1: it uh chapman guitars are introducing the ml2 tolman special edition uh they're the i guess the lp junior-esque guitars um as far as I'm concerned, the, re- most, the biggest reason I picked these were they're probably one of the more normal-looking Chapman guitars that I've seen <laughs> lately, so uh, they seem pretty cool. I think there's two, three models? Two. Uh, one's a teal, which uh, looks pretty cool. It's got a nice little uh, binding on the side of it. Then a deep cherry is what they call it with a humbucker instead of a p90 so they kind of lost me there on that one
0: i like this one what's the i i do like the uh traditional the t that looks really nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i like it without the pick guard there's one in the in the picture yeah, in the video or in the video yeah that pick, has, has yeah, it without the yeah i like that yeah so
1: i'm i'm guessing that's one of the uh normal models but it, it wasn't mentioned in what we saw so i'm going to just assume
0: that it's not it looks like it's been digitally edited they took the pick guard off that's uh that's a that's a fair statement that's what i would say that's 100 percent what it looks like
1: May I have, uh, have you ever played any of the Chapman stuff? I've not been able to actually pick one up cause I've never, s- Oh wait, I've seen one. It was just in a very small shop where I just didn't want to touch anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, p- I played one before. Um, they feel, I mean, they've got that, like, you know, they're made in the same factory as I think Reverend and everything. And they've all got that okay. same kind of feel. Um, I didn't really, uh, have anything negative to say about it but the one i mean when i played one was when they were all like shredder guitars
1: Mm, before they
0: started doing a lot of traditional style stuff Mm -hmm. but i do like these and uh i mean i say it's pretty cool i just
1: clicked on chapman's (laughs) site and they've got some more modern or more uh traditional stuff than last time i've been on here so still a lot of flame and uh yeah a whole lot of flame tops
0: yeah. And <laughs> flame tops are the best tops. All right, let's get moving on to the next. I'm I'm just tearing through it today. Uh, works for me. Magnetic <laughs> effects dual drive puts two legendary drive tones and one boutique pedal. Um, so it's a rat and a tube screamer. And which is a really good combo. It yeah. really is. I don't I haven't seen a whole lot of rat tube screamer combos. Mm-mm. Um except for stuff where people do like one-off things and this is really cool because it's a. It looks like it's your typical single pedal enclosure for the most part, maybe a little bit bigger. Mm.
1: No, it'd be about the same size as like a, one of the Matthews effects because it's what the it? same knobs.
0: What is it? The fifteen ninety B or whatever they call them. Sure. Yeah.
1: We'll go with that.
0: How much is one hundred thirty five GBP? Great price. A great. I don't even know what GBP stands for is that German I think it's British pounds but uh, 175 US dollars yeah it's pounds sterling Ooh.
1: what's uh what's non-sterling pound why don't we we should forward. just do
0: an episode where we quiz each other on price conversions
1: <laughs> and see how close we get
0: how many yen is 48 dollars I don't know 48 thousand. Um, 20 million probably 20 million yen 78 pesos or whatever i don't know we'll have to work on that um but this is i like it it's really simple it looks great and it's you know they're two standalone drives so you've got the rat the proco rat style and then the you know ibanez max and two screamer and i'm pretty sure you can uh run them in series as well I need to find out that answer before i say it but it does have a really great look to it just very mm-hmm. simple and from what i heard it sounds good did you get a chance to listen to it
1: i did and it actually did sound pretty good it actually like stood out to me whereas every other drive that i feel like we've listened to or talked about like while it's been mm-hmm. cool in some ways, it just been like well yeah that's a uh, that's a rat yeah it's a tube screamer but i don't know if it's just this combo the fact that you can get both in it it mm-hmm. actually stands out to me,
0: yeah, I think it looks, and you can run it at nine to eighteen volts, hmm, which is really cool, um because i I'd, I'd love to run a rat at eighteen volts, get a little bit more headroom, yep, but let's see the clipping mode on it on the rat style is asymmetrical clipping, do you yeah. have a preference i've i don't I really don't know, but there's someone <laughs> out there that's like asymmetrical. Hell yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> supposed to give dare you more do asymmetrical. It's supposed to, for more even order of harmonics and less compression. Hmm. I don't know about that. I love me some compression on drives. It's hmm. one of my favorite things. That's one of my reasons why I absolutely love the Prince of Tone. Oh, That's probably yeah. why
1: the other drive is a tube screamer.
0: Probably no compression there. It's got that <clears throat> mid hump. Boop, boop. Um, so, that looks really cool, but I figure let's just move on to the topic. It's only been 13 minutes? Dang it, Chris. Let's slow <laughs> down.
1: Today's right. probably going to be a short episode.
0: Today is going to be a short episode. I don't feel that well either. Yep,
1: you're sick. We've got an appointment to get to.
0: Yeah, everyone's sick. Welcome to the world of dying. That's what everyone's doing. The world but needs a new plague. I've Listen, I've been chanting that for a long time after working... <laughs> After working in the food industry for, you know, over a decade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. So Josh Klinghoffer was the guitar player for the past 10 years in Red Hot Jelly Peppers. He replaced John Frischiani whenever he left, which this is the second time John has left. And both times he's been replaced by phenomenal guitar players. But so we've got some good and bad news. Good news. John's coming back to the band uh if people don't realize how much john create added to the sound of the chili peppers just really listen after stadium arcadium and just see where josh picked in and um just see where he picked in and listen to the albums and you see that they did three albums with josh i think it was three or it was two um I think it was three albums, two tours, which is not a whole lot for 10 years. Uh, the, a lot of the guys kind of slowed down. I mean, they're getting older. Josh was kind mm-hmm. of the young guy in the group. And that those are, here's what we're kind of talking about on, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of like two ideas I had for the topic. First off, when you go into a band and you're replacing someone, it's, it's really hard. Especially like, the Chili Peppers aren't just some, like, garage band. They're a stadium-selling mm-hmm. band. I mean, everyone's heard a Chili Pepper song. Everyone has to have at least one Chili Pepper song that you d- enjoy. But mm-hmm. it's just... Eh, there's got to be one. I'll find one that you will enjoy. <laughs> one of my favorites... I have a weird one that's actually my favorite, and that's Sick of Micanico, which is on the Wayne's World soundtrack. Okay. And it wasn't... I don't even know if it made it to one of their albums. I, if it did, I missed it, but, um, and and I'm not a huge Chili Peppers fan. I do enjoy a lot of their hits, some of their odd stuff, but, uh, it's really, um, kind of crazy how many times John's kind of left and come back. But the thing is, is John set, he set the groundwork and, they they i mean the chili peppers kind of created their own category like for sure funk punk pretty much Like i mean they really just kind of took some of these cool things these this funky music and added this kind of rock style and this punk thing going on and whenever you're a band that creates your own genre for the most part like Primus stuff like that when you get rid of one of the archetypes of that it's noticeable Uh, Dave Navarro took over whenever John left the first time and you know he tried to fill in and he did all this and then he ended up leaving John coming back and that was great John came back they did uh, Stadium Arcadium which was a huge album kind of I don't know, I'd say it's not late in their career, but not a lot of bands after being a band for over 10 years come out with an album as impactful as that, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, but it's, it's one of those, as I'm getting older and I'm looking at these bands that I listen to that were around before I was you know, actually listening to music or before I was even born, another thing that I wanted to talk about was at what point do you have a new band? And uh, that's kind of an interesting thing too. I've been reading about, let's see, other bands. I've been to, um, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Lindsey Buckingham's the was the guitar player on starting with I think Rumors was the first album, mm-hmm. but that was the that was the album that really exploded them into stardom. It, you know, Fleetwood Mac was a band before that, and I think I can't remember the guitar player who was in Fleetwood Mac before uh my gosh before lindsey buckingham buckingham but it's just uh i'm trying to look it up really quick peter green that's who it was um and now they're talking lindsey buckingham won't be back in fleetwood mac and they're touring and there's also someone said they saw foreigner and almost no one in the band is an original member at what point are we just still using the name and moving forward you know and at what point do we just change it because then you've got look at bands like uh audio slave was a prime example Mm -hmm. they got a new singer it's i mean the entire you know band pretty much is raging as a machine just with a different singer but they use a different name and all that i just think it's kind of uh interesting to see that and what so what do you think about you know swapping out members and all that and at what point do you just change the band i see one of the
1: biggest things for me i feel like would probably be lead singer like if you're like kicking out yep. the lead singer or the lead singer leaves like maybe eventually you might want to consider rebranding yourself just because like in a way that is almost like especially if it's the front man like it's the face and name of the band
0: or if it's named after the guy (laughs) well if it's named after the guy for sure yeah you know but and then there's those weird things like van halen's changed lead singers but they're still van halen but that's the van halen brothers are still in there yeah um acdc they changed singers because one passed away but now acdc is touring with uh axel rose that's it. it but they're still acdc and i think they. i think the only i don't know if cliff burton the original bass player is back touring with them but i think at one point cliff was out i mean malcolm passed away uh phil rudd isn't in the band anymore i think at some point it's just like all oh, you've got to angus yet left and is angus acdc I mean, he's Uh, the face. That's that's
1: an almost an arguable point of that between him and uh, Johnson. What's his name? Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Like between the two of them, I like when you see like something of Angus, that makes you think ACDC. If you see anything of Brian Johnson, you're like, who's this guy? Oh, that's the singer. Oh, okay. What if the
0: edge left you too? What if they got a replacement for you?
1: see that would suck for me and probably most people but i feel like it's something that could potentially be replaced no one would want to see it but it's more replaceable than bono because if you get somebody else in a live concert situation that's spitting like political messages and stuff like "Are, are you doing this because you actually stand behind this or are you doing it because you're trying to replicate bono
0: that's true um you've got uh i don't know the i feel like you two could just be like go to any church <laughs> grab their guitar player we've got this that's,
1: that's almost a- where i was going for It's like you could almost replace the edge with any uh church church guitarist, church but it, it might not sound the exact same like you might get like the, the diehard fan that would be like oh he's not a He's not hitting this one sixteenth note in this one song, and it just completely ruined it.
0: Well, the Edge would probably take all of his gear with him, probably. Because <laughs> then one somebody of the big would be like, "He's using
1: a uh, 60, 65 Vox instead of a sixty-four.
0: It Doesn't sound yeah. the same." He's using an AC fifteen Not an AC
1: thirty. What the heck? <laughs> or, or since the church guitar, he's using an AC four. Oh my gosh! He's
0: got a Kemper. Are you serious? <laughs>
1: Actually, <laughs> funny story. I think uh, for a while the Edges Touring rig was actually like two. Uh, it's not the Kempers, the Axe FX and then yeah. his little signature Fender <laughs> Amp that they gave him.
0: Didn't he? I thought at one point he used a lot of Marshall Rack stuff.
1: Uh, I think that was in the Vertigo Tour era. So you have like hello, those hello. and the pot Like the old like 6 bean? pods Yes like the kidney bean rack stuff
0: Nice <laughs> I think <laughs> I remember it's so At funny.
1: one point I wanted those because of that And it's like Well no I never had one of those It would kind of be interesting just to still pick one of those up Off of reverb because they're
0: probably Super cheap As played by artists Like The Edge yeah. That's it
1: yeah, probably, and there's probably some guy that has one listed like that Line 6 Pod Rack. Is that the Pod Pros? Let's see. Yep, I could pick one up for $133 right now if I wanted to. Or Oh, $75. There we go. We'll get that, we'll try it, and we'll come back with a review. <laughs> but... um Yeah, uh, so like members like that, I feel like can be rotated in a little more. I guess it just depends on like what is like who is the face of the band. Um,
0: Yeah, a few
1: years ago, I think it was Foghat played a.
0: uh, Wait, Foghat's still a band. Ish.
1: I think uh, the only doing... original member was literally the drummer and everybody else was some younger like 30 year old.
0: I think and I think it's one of those things too if they if it's one of those bands where they just rotate. Uh okay. Uh man, my brain is foggy today. Uh Leonard Skinnerd? Yeah. Is one? Um let's see. Uh, Blackfoot is a southern rock band that Seems to have gone through 5 million members. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. If you have a past member section on Wikipedia, oh, my gosh. All right, let's see. I'm going to count this. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 39, 40. 41 42 43 44 45 40, 45 45 past members five current um the it, most the, the is longest anybody running... original no the longest running person is Lee Guitar and backup vocals Tim Rossi started in 2012 that's insane
1: so the longest person was only replay how long has this band been a band
0: uh since 69
1: so less than 10 years ago Yeah this Is the m- longest member
0: They had a good Where was he at? Um, is this why I haven't heard of them? Possibly Possibly uh, They did that <laughs> uh, I forgot what song was really big by them But What Who? What
1: band was this?
0: Uh Blackfoot Yeah.
1: Southern Native. Highway
0: Song. Yeah. None of this. It's It's kind of crazy. So I I don't know. I just think it's completely It's kind of crazy cuz, you know, people just hold on to those band names and just mm. suck off the teat of the people who came before them. Mm. But I just I find it kind of interesting. I'm I'm really excited that Josh is not Josh, but John is back in Red Hot Chili Peppers because he's a ph- phenomenal guitar player. The last time he left, I know, was, I think heroin related. Not the last time, but the first time he left. Oh, um, and then I got it pulled up. I think.
1: Yep, first
0: time it says just drug addiction. I don't know. Oh, it was heroin. He sold like a bunch of his like nice guitars and everything. Um, when he came back to the band, the Strat, if I remember correctly. The Strat that he uses all the time, the one that's beat to crud, I think it's a 59, Mm -hmm. um, was given to him by the lead singer, Anthony Keenis. and that was kind of, because he didn't have a guitar to come back into the band. Wow. Like, that's our 62 Strat. Sorry, I don't know where I got 59. But yeah, it was purchased by uh, Anthony Kiedis when County joined the Red Hot. Chili Peppers again because he had sold everything so he came back in 98 and then left in 2010
1: mm-hmm.
0: or 2009, 2010 um, Anthony put in the book Scar Tissue, the major problem was John didn't even have a guitar to his name so he went over to Guitar Center and bought him a great old 62 Strat and let's see Um, so yeah he well he did have a guitar from what i understand he had a fender jag and he bought that uh on sunset strip in 97 but whenever they asked whenever he came back to the band he really needed a strat i can see that especially for that band i mean you can't do i mean Mm -hmm. come on you got to have that strat sound especially that like funky Mm sorry um (laughs) You you know what song I'm doing? All it sounds around the world. It's all around the world.
1: I'd probably would have, I'll probably recognize it when I hear it. But okay, so another. I think one of the biggest ones that uh, we could probably talk about is journey of replacing Steve Perry.
0: Oh, that was a t- so the, yeah that was a a real tough. That's a tough person to replace, especially whenever they've got an iconic voice. Mm-hmm. No one has. I mean...
1: I feel like that's the biggest p- thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's see. I'm pretty sure all the other members, except for I think the drummer, are original. I think that the drummer had legal issues, something like um, that. It's uh, looking like it. I don't reckon...
1: Oh, Lee Guitar might be the only guy. Neil... S- Neil oh, Schoen. Neil Schoen.
0: Yeah, no, the piano player, I too. Uh bases. Jonathan Jonathan uh, Jonathan... Kane... Uh, Jonathan Kane, that's it.
1: Oh, yeah. On all Journey releases from 81, from 79. Yeah. And uh, Arnell came in on, in 2008.
0: There was another guy before him, too, that <sighs> sang with the band. And it just did not work out, they said. I've watched the documentary on the whole Journey thing. And it was, it's, kind of, it's really interesting. <laughs>
1: There, yeah, there's two. There's Steve, I can't even pronounce his last name, and Jeff Scott Soto.
0: Yeah. Let's see.
1: Oh, wait, Jeff Scott Soto would be the one that didn't work out. He was from 2006,
0: 2007. Yeah. So, and I mean, and the whole thing is, too, it's really interesting because when John's not in the band, they really don't do albums, which interesting. is pretty funny. Um,. And they really don't have hits without him. The only song uh let's see, so John or Dave Navarro was only on one album. And the uh they had the song Aeroplane was a big hit with them, and that was a Dave Navarro song on there. But it's just kind of interesting that you know, John, he, John, uh, Josh said that there's a, there's something between John and flea. That's just magical. So he, he even said like, you know, he was kind of upset to leave. He said, if it would have been a few years ago, he would have been more upset, but you know, he did 10 years, but like, as a fan, he's really excited for John to be back in the band. I think that's the way I could understand it too. Like if I was like in a band, like uh, a prime example, Phil X is in Bon Jovi now instead of Richie mm-hmm. Sambora. If if I was Phil X and they kicked me out to bring Richie back, I would kind of be like, okay, that's everything's like, that's right. fair. <laughs> like, every, everything's right with the the world again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I find it kind of interesting that you've got so many bands that have just crazy lineup changes. Which I mean I can understand. We've had lineup changes on this podcast and we're not even popular so i was like yep. like i was like famous no no we're not famous yeah like, uh, hell we're not even popular so <laughs> but uh i figured we'll have to figure that out when will the effects loop die you know what we're just gonna we're, we're gonna pull a black foot we're just gonna give the show to someone and be like it's yours now yep. take it run run no run away from it it's no <laughs> run be free yeah it's more than it needs to be all right well um why don't guys if you have an opinion on this join the facebook group facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop go in there tell us what you think about it you can also uh comment on instagram do whatever but check us out on instagram at the effects loop um i've got more free time on my hands right now so i feel like i'm gonna (laughs) put a big push in that and uh you can also find us on linkedin which we actually are on linkedin right now (laughs) Thank, thank you scott for doing that um, you can email us at the at the effectsleep at gmail if you want. What skills should I go
1: endorse for us on LinkedIn?
0: I have no idea. It, do we have skills? I'm about to go find out. I can stand on one thumb. Like I'm doing it right now, standing on one thumb. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. There's some. Oh, guys, stringjoy Stringjoy.com, Sound better, play better thank you for string for sponsoring this episode go check them out uh, you won't be disappointed if you're disappointed then you need to just stop being a jerk hmm. i'm just kidding you won't be disappointed they've got phenomenal strings they've got phenomenal stuff if you play bass guitar mandolin i'm surprised they don't do piano strings yet um but they've got everything and then let's see oh check out our patreon patreon.com slash the effects loop you can go in there give us money it's really great uh seeing as uh, well, i'm unemployed right now just, just you can pay me my salary i'll let you know what it is you can go in there pay me that um bi-weekly would be great but <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening guys we will check we will uh yeah, we'll oh check
1: my- y'all out during the week
0: yeah we won't check y'all check y'all out all right we'll see you guys next week Bye. <laughs> bye